a lot of people here. It must be school again. It's great to see so many faces at 9 in the morning. And those of you who are new, well, we usually see more students at 11.15, 5.30, and 10 p.m. But we're glad you're here. Welcome to all. Welcome to all of you who are new to Blessed John 23rd today. Welcome to those of you who were new last week and came back. Welcome to those of you who are returning from summer break. And welcome to people who've been here for years and even decades. My name is Rich Andre. I am fairly new here too. I was ordained last year. It's an honor to be with you. I have the best job in the world as the associate pastor in campus ministry. I get to interact with people of all kinds of backgrounds asking great questions about God, and I don't deal with finances, administration, or personnel. <laughs> Father Charlie and I are members of a religious community called the Paulist Fathers. We are the first religious community of men founded in the United States. We take today's Psalm, Psalm 117, to heart. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. We believe that the Catholic Church has gifts to offer, to the American culture, and that the American culture has gifts to offer to the Catholic Church. The Paulists have been involved in campus ministry for over 100 years, and this is our 40th year here at UT. If you're new, you're probably noticing that this parish looks very different from your parish at home. Rest assured, we are a fully functioning parish with everything that your home parish has, except for adequate parking. But wait, you might ask, where are the statues? Well, this is a multi-purpose room. Every week, the chairs are moved around and removed several times during the week. We host meetings and dinners and dances in this space. And statues are kind of hard to move around. Where's the tabernacle? It's across the way in our more traditional-looking chapel because we wouldn't want to be dancing in front of the Blessed Sacrament during our Mardi Gras party. And then there's the other important question people ask when they're new here. Where are the restrooms? I'm going to tell you something that people who have been coming here for decades might not know. The easiest restrooms in this building to access are at the top of this stairwell. I love looking at it. It's like last night. All these jaws just dropped of all these people who have been here. There are seven bathrooms in this building. The two up at the top of these stairs are the easiest to get to. Now that we've gotten all that out of the way, let us begin as we begin all things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In our gospel passage today, someone asked Jesus if only a few people will be saved. His answer is a paradox. First, he encourages his disciples, those people who have been traveling with him on the road to Jerusalem for four chapters in the Gospel of Luke, to strive to enter through the narrow gate. Our reading from Hebrews today, the second reading, expands on that idea of why it's good to work hard and not assume that it's easy to get into heaven. But Jesus also declares that people from the east and the west, from the north and the south, will recline at the table in the kingdom of God. That sentiment ties into our first reading today from Isaiah. So, will many people be saved? It's a paradox. Many people who think they will be saved will not be saved. But many people whom we don't expect to be saved will be saved. The key is discipleship. To have a personal relationship with God. An image keeps coming into my mind. 
people trying to get into an exclusive nightclub. Perhaps we can sneak in with a friend who's been invited. But if we run into the owner of the club and he doesn't recognize us, I doubt that he'll be satisfied if we answer, you don't know me, but I've crashed your parties before. Or, you don't know me, but we grew up in the same neighborhood. If the doorkeeper to heaven says, I don't know you, I don't think that things will go so well if we say, but my grandmother was a good Christian. Or, I used to live across the street from the church. It's not about being a friend of a friend of Jesus. It's about having an intimate, personal relationship with God. A relationship that we've nurtured and deepened over the years. The Paulist fathers minister to the people outside the church walls. And the people of Blessed John 23rd Parish share this vision of church. We reach out to people who've never heard the saving message of the gospel. We collaborate with people of other faiths, and we strive for greater unity among all Christians. We stretch out our arms to anyone who feels hurt or alienated from the church. And without pointing out people, I know there's at least two people here who have come back to celebrating their faith in the last year. Here, all are welcome. No one is perfect. We're all works in progress. If you've made it this far in life without developing a personal relationship with God, that's okay. We're thrilled that you came in the door today. Frankly, I'd be more worried if people here felt as if they had all the answers about faith, religion, and God. We are a university parish where everyone realizes that the more we know, the more we realize how little we know. No matter what your major, no matter who you befriend at UT, people will urge you to question many of the assumptions on which you base your life. Blessed John 23rd Parish is not a refuge from questioning your beliefs. If someone gets to the age of 18 without questioning why they believe what they believe, I hope he or she starts asking questions in college. As adults, we must appropriate the faith for ourselves, not just accept what our parents handed down to us. But it's scary to question what our families believe. But if we stick it out, trying to grow in relationship with God, even as we wrestle to understand who God is, we will be richly rewarded. It's a paradox, like Jesus explained. As one scripture scholar put it, strive as though admission to the kingdom depends entirely on your own doing. But know that ultimately, it depends on God's grace. It's never too late to start growing. We never take the first step on our own in relationship with God. The first step comes from the Holy Spirit, the grace already inside each of us, always inviting us into closer relationship with God. So no matter where you are on the journey of faith, we want to support you and walk beside you as you continue the journey. Here are some ideas of how to take a next step in growing in personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe it's a big step for you to come to Mass. Welcome and come on back. With the readings, the music, the prayers, the people, and selfishly, I hope, the preaching, we hope that the Holy Spirit will find something with which to move your heart every week. With five Masses every weekend, hopefully one of them will fit your schedule. 
If you're uncomfortable coming to church alone, we'll introduce you to new people. If you're an undergrad, come to CSA, the Catholic Students Association, on Wednesday nights. If you're a grad student or a young professional, come to our group on Sunday evenings. After a few weeks, you'll always have someone with whom to sit when you come to Mass. If you have any questions concerning anything, make an appointment with Father Charlie, Dr. Ruth, or me. We'll be glad to see you. If you'd like to take the next step in learning about your faith, there are lots of options. We plan to have about 30 Bible studies this fall. Many for undergrads, a few for grad students. We also have multi-generational Bible studies and a Bible study for parents with young children. Maybe you'd like to help teach Sunday school. Consider joining the Paulist Associates who study the ideas of servant of God Isaac Hecker, founder of the Paulist Fathers. Maybe you know someone who's drifted away from the practice of the Catholic faith. We'll be starting a program this fall called Landings, which gives people a safe, healing space to explore the possibility of returning to the faith. And then there's the biggie. If you have non-Catholic friends interested in learning more about Roman Catholicism, invite them to consider the right of Christian initiation of adults. There's a lot to learn, but it's not just information. It's also about formation and transformation. But let me have a few other people new to this parish help explain it. Roll the video.
there's definitely something unique about the, the group here at John 23rd. Um, but we've become so close-knit. Um, I know in the beginning the sponsors were not all in the group. Um, and then we got introduced in November. And ever since then, ever since the, uh, the couple of retreats we've had, definitely felt a, a better connection with everyone. Uh, on a personal and spiritual level, both. I think so that, that's definitely good, getting, getting to know each other. Like, all the candidates bond with the sponsors, and I think, especially, I mean, like, I know I did it, but I was, like, kind of proud of it, but, like, when we got to talk to each other, like, in that little game thing, I, I, I don't know, I think it really helped us click, but it was also very prayerful. I think, like, that combination of, like, friendships that are based in Christ become some of the most powerful and best relationships that we have. It's good if you are looking to find a church family. Our city is a great experience to be able to meet new people and to learn about all sorts of different people and to grow closer to people who share your faith and to share experiences that you have in a big family. It was something I wanted to do and it was the perfect time to do it and I would never take it back. Um, I didn't realize it was such an involved process. It's been so great because you are forced to question some of your own beliefs, things that you don't often get to sit around and talk about in a group of people who are genuinely wanting to learn. The friends that made in the Accident Able Group, they are awesome people, and I, I'm very glad that I got to know them. For sure, one of the most memorable moments was, um, was my baptism, for sure, and um, Easter Vigil, where everyone finally got to come into full communion with the church. Here we are, all of us, very different in so many ways, multi-generational, different races, different socioeconomic backgrounds, different perspectives, levels of involvement in religion, and we all came together every week, and we're all very authentic and honest. It's going to be sad, <laughs> not seeing these people every Wednesday for the couple hours and getting to check in. Because we've grown so close, but it's it's in hope that we will be together again. <laughs> that we will see each other again. First of all, a big thank you to Lance Pettiford for making that amazing video. He uh, burnt a lot of midnight oil even while his girlfriend from Brazil was visiting this last week to wrap this up, so we are very grateful to him. This year, RCA will meet on Tuesday nights, but even for people who can't make Tuesdays, we can find ways to bring you through the process. And I hope this is clear that no matter what it is that you particularly are looking for, wherever you may, we are here to help you continue to grow. And these are just some of the ways to help you. We haven't mentioned the Awakening Retreat, Adult Confirmation, being a lector, or Eucharistic minister. You'll be hearing about that in the weeks to come. Ask us and we'll try to help connect you. The door to heaven may be narrow, but we have lots of ways to get to know the doorkeeper. Here at Blessed John 23rd Parish, you're sure to meet people you wouldn't expect from the east and the west, from the north and the south, all gathered around the one table of the Lord.